0: I'm ready. I'm going to join Jay. He doesn't even know it.
1: Jay's coming home today, Thanks. I was going to say, you guys are going
2: to pass each other.
0: We're going to pass each other and drive so close so we can high five as we pass.
2: Oh, that's so cool. What's the highest speed you could go and high five like that without it doing damage?
0: I don't even think you could get up to both because if you're both going 20 miles an hour, that's the equivalent of hitting the wall at 40 miles an hour.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like what's the highest rate of speed?
0: Both going ten, I think.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds so lame. Both going
1: ten, that's that's twenty mpHs, man. That's pretty that's pretty hard. Imagine if someone ran into you at twenty mpHs.
2: It would hurt. How hard do you think like a really hard high five is by itself? Hmm
0: i don't know that's a great this is a great this is so good we might need it for the pod
2: yeah yeah this will be we're gonna do a cold open for today so luke why don't you go ahead and start the intro Uh.
0: Down to done. You can find us on The Athletic and anywhere else you subscribe to your podcast. live So today by Andrew. Slam through. And Delore.
1: Uh oh, dude. This is so bad, man. Did you forget? Yeah, I had one from like the other day and I thought of it yesterday. And I forgot it. Um, wow. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll make it up to you guys. As soon as I remember it, I will start seeing it as loudly as possible. <laughs> uh, interrupting whatever we're talking about.
2: Great, great. Should make for a good show. Slam through. <laughs> uh, so the Thunder have been doing media availabilities with players over the last few days. They had Billy Donovan and SGA on day one. Steven Adams yesterday, who was uh, hilarious in many ways, and then uh, Danilo Gallinari talked today. Uh, the Thunder did reveal yesterday, prior to the call, this is something I just, no one had asked. And so I decided to ask them, has anybody tested positive for COVID? Seems like it would be an important question that no one se- seemed to really ask. Yeah. I, I plan to like get on those calls and mm-hmm. just kind of sit in the background and just listen But I think it needed to be asked. So they did confirm that nobody since June 23rd has tested positive for COVID. And that's how that's how they phrased it to us. And uh, so that's good. That's good news.
1: Oh, Uh, wait, just to clarify. You they said nobody since June 23rd
2: has tested positive. That was the way that they worded it. Yes. Okay.
0: (laughs) Okay. So that tells us a lot.
1: That tells us someone has tested positive for COVID. Do we know who
2: is um, at practices and who's not? Everybody is at the practice facility, not together at once. Obviously, they have these certain protocols they have to follow, but everybody's been everybody's back. Everybody's been back for a long time. Gallo never left the United States, never left Oklahoma. In fact, he's been here the whole time working out. Uh, well, he didn't
0: call me to hang out.
2: I know. Uh Steven did go back to New Zealand, which might be the safest place in the world right now. Uh and yeah, he, he talked <laughs> about talked a ton about so, being on the family farm. Talked a ton about it. Talked a ton about cows. Well, you know,
0: actually, if uh depending on when he went, you know, Italy would probably be a safer place than the United States right now.
2: You know I mean today, yes.
1: Today. So <laughs> no you know question. it just depends. Isn't that insane? Do you remember when Italy was like hell on earth? And we we're like, wow, that will never happen here. Wow, they really they really dropped the ball on that one over there, Italy.
2: <laughs> How did they do this? <laughs> yeah, not so great. Uh, Danilo Gallinari did say that the main... that they Here's a quote from Danilo Gallinari. The main reason is we are fighting for something. I think what we are fighting for and what we are playing for is more important than the free agency so he was asked about do you consider not going because you're going to be a free agent and he said no he said he's all in on this team which if anybody was going to sit out i think that probably the top two are terrence ferguson just because he's had so many off the court issues throughout the year that it just would make sense and then danilo gallinari he is This i mean he'll play in the league for a while longer but he's going into what may be his last giant contract. Yeah. And it may make more sense cuz if he gets hurt there cuz i mean the the guy's been injury prone. If he gets hurt, if he contracts covid, who knows what happens, but he's he's committed, which which is a good thing. I think every player on the Thunder so far has said they haven't really considered not going. And I mean, Chris Paul has got to be at the top of that list because he's kind of heading all of this up. But I I think that we haven't heard from Ferguson yet on whether he had said one way or the other, if he had thought about not going. But so far, everybody's said that they're they're all in and have been since the beginning.
0: I also don't think they'd make the person that is like, hey, I'm not going to go available for media availability like first or second, you know,
2: It's true. I
0: just that'd be, I, a, that'd be a kind of a bummer way to start it. It'd <laughs> be
2: a bad way to start. But I think mm-hmm. the guys that are going are the most important players on the team at this point. Yeah, that's true. So if Deontay Burton decides not to go or Nader or somebody like that says, Yeah, I'm gonna sit out and be like, Okay. Have a great time. Not going- Enjoy. <laughs> not going to Orlando. Uh so Jackie McMullen reported something yesterday that Uh, I think that everyone tends to agree this is a really stupidly bad idea. That the eight teams that are not going to Orlando are going to try to do a tournament in Chicago. uh, A bubble-style tournament that makes no sense. So (laughs) the league is finalizing an agreement to allow them to do this.
0: This, What are they... Here's my question. Okay. Why?
2: It, Who is this for? It's a, yeah, valid questions. Yes, keep going. There's there's more.
0: And, like, it's just uh, at the end, they're just going to be like, yeah, we're the best of the worst.
2: Yeah, we really <gasps> suck. Yeah, it's, so, from a purely basketball perspective, it's to keep these guys engaged and playing and so that they don't have one of the longest times of never playing competitive basketball in their career. But also, there's this. This is not going to be competitive basketball. <laughs> They're not playing for anything. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? At least in Summer League, guys are fighting for contracts. These are guys well, that are already getting paid. There's there's nothing to be fighting for. This isn't going to be on TV. No one's going to
1: watch this. I mean, is it going to be on TV? Because is it not for revenue? Why would
2: teams do it other than... The owners want money. It's purely a basketball thing. They're, everybody's getting paid already. These teams are getting it's paid. The the These players are getting paid. This is a definitely a love of the game. Stupidity move. It's just, it is, it's illogical. It makes no sense. Who's going to want to watch the Knicks and Bulls play? Anybody? Zach Levine? Uh, you think Zach Levine's going to play? Not a chance Zach Levine is going to play not
1: I mean chance. especially after especially after the the rest of the guys get going why would anyone cuz it says this isn't even going to start until September so yeah. why would anyone care about watching these teams when the other teams are like really going now the only good thing that could come from this is what if Orlando just completely shuts down and they have to cancel it. And all we have are these eight teams in Chicago.
2: What if all we have is New York versus the Bulls? Don't you? Don't, I mean, to me, if the bubble fails in Orlando, there's just no way they do this.
1: No, what? no dude. These, these are the teams that are going to do it. And they're going to get all <laughs> the TV money.
0: The other thing about this is that it's going to be so much more difficult. Like in Orlando, I can imagine them being able to control the bubble. Yeah. In in Chicago, I don't think they'll be able to.
2: Totally agree. Totally agree.
0: So I this doesn't make any sense to me, but
1: Yeah,
2: it sure. sounds like stress for for no reason. <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely is. Just stay home. I mean, these guys are playing. I mean, Trey Young came and played in the Skins League. These guys are playing basketball. Yeah. I mean, it's, and that's, and maybe that's a part of the argument is, listen, my guys are playing anyways, they're playing yeah. out in these rec leagues or in the middle of the city or whatever, let's just get them together, let's let them play against other pros, and if that's your logic, fine, because I mean, they're they're likely to get COVID anyways out there just playing amongst just random people, so if that's the case, yes, but... You also have, there's lots of players that aren't playing as well. So, I mean, if it was every player that's playing anyways, yeah, whatever. Uh, Question from at Ben King, which non-bubble playoff team are you rooting for to win the eight-team secondary consolation bubble tournament? Okay,
1: hold on. I'm going to the teams now. Um, Let's see. Would you like me to read them out to you?
2: so charlotte Let's read them out
0: for, for our listeners just in case
2: okay nicks bulls calves pistons hawks hornets warriors and timberwolves Minnesota. and that's another thing the timberwolves like you think carl anthony towns is playing in this tournament there's no <laughs> way there's no way his mom died of it there's no way yeah
1: yeah, I don't get why they're doing this, but if I'm picking one,
2: I'd go I'd go Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta's easy. <laughs> the most the most likable team, the team that has like the most direction of any yeah. of these teams is that right. Oh, yeah. No one I'm, else has I'm going
0: the Knicks. i would like that. <laughs> it would be so weird. Oh, you know
1: what, though? If the Knicks won, I think <laughs> Knicks fans would would use this somehow to be like, we're back. We're coming
0: back. I also First step down. I also want there to be a parade in whatever city wins. <laughs> 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 I think that would be hilarious. Like just the saddest like I guess, you know, we technically won.
2: We 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 did it kind of. Dude, dude it's going to be crazy. Happen.
0: The eighth team, the team that wins it has to do a seven game series against the team that won the actual championship
2: and so the 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 champions have to defend it just get crushed i mean any of those teams can you imagine playing the lakers or Bucks or clippers or whoever wins it just an unbelievable just circumstance
1: it's and mvp mvp of that uh tournament will be marcus morris marcus morris plays for the clippers
2: oh yeah my bad oh yeah he got traded. <laughs> yeah, uh, Frank Milikina, <laughs> MVP. Because I mean, think about this. You think there's a lot of players that are opting out of of the bubble in Orlando? Get ready for the names <laughs> of all the guys that are going <laughs> to say, "Yeah, no thanks. I'm not doing that." Are you kidding me? Gonna You're going to be... have guys like like Harkless is going to be like, "Hmm." Yeah. No way. No way. I mean, no it's, thanks. Not worth it. I mean who is the best player in the in the eight team i'm really terrible young.
1: it's trey young right or uh maybe it, it would be towns see. if he was going
2: but he's not going he's not gonna go would wiggins play <laughs> for the warriors yeah but yeah, but the, but there's play? he's just not even close to the top of the list of the best players <laughs> <laughs> just nowhere close Uh, Blake Griffin, you think Blake's coming back for this? Ain't no way. Heck no. Ain't no way. Uh, Derek Rose might be the best player. Let's see. Would love play? There's no way (laughs) Kevin Love's playing. (laughs) See, like this is okay. (laughs) I'm ending this topic now. Uh, Sean reported yesterday that 25 positive tests out of 351 players tested since June 23rd. Out of 884 team staff tested from June 23rd to the 29th, 10 tested positive. So this is, it's a very small number of people that have had this. And i it's, it's a good thing that these numbers aren't multiplying. Because I figured that the number would be a lot higher than 25 after players started to return and everybody's back in their cities and everything. We have had... Teams shut down their their facilities. The Clippers shut theirs down. The Nets shut theirs down. The Nuggets shut theirs down. That's only after a couple positive tests per facility. Uh, But these numbers are relatively low compared to, I think, what the league expected and certainly what I think a lot of people that are watching this expected. I think that's
0: good. I, I was surprised by that number. And I was like, you know, I was like,
2: okay,
0: I feel a little bit better. Yeah. Because so the idea is that you get those, got make sure those guys are better, and then the bubble is good. Mm-hmm. The bubble's good. You and have so, to establish
2: the bubble. You have to, or else it doesn't. You
0: have to, have to. Yeah. Yes. Um. So, yeah, I, I'm. I would say, right now, cautiously optimistic.
2: Yeah. I think that's the best case scenario for anybody right now, right? And I think if you're anything but cautiously optimistic about what this could be, I think that you're a little delusional. I think that, Well, yeah, go ahead.
1: Well, the part that really keeps throwing me off is Disney is going to, like, if you're going to talk about bubble establishment, well, the Disney employees have to be in that and they're not going to be. They're going to be allowed to leave and yeah. come back. I just don't think like you can control everything else. But if there's one gap, if there's one gap in this whole thing, like it could ruin everything, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. My my example of this would, uh, which is very, I mean, you're gonna it's gonna make sense once I start talking about it. The WWE has start has been doing playing through all of this playing, I guess performing, yep. um, and so <laughs> they've been testing everyone, and like slow like letting more just slowly increasing more and more people and they got some one or two people got in. They were letting people leave and come back and one or two people got in with it and now they have like a ton of workers, talent and behind the scenes people that now all have it and they've got a big problem.
1: Because that's part of it too. Like say you're in a bubble and you're like, okay, cool. I know everyone in this bubble is is safe. we none of us are testing positive. You're not, you're going to act a little bit more cavalier, a little bit more casual and comfortable, right? As soon as one or two of those people have it, you're not really being cautious anymore. So it's going to spread a little quicker than, um, you know, maybe if you were just how you and I are acting every day, right? Like yeah, when we go yeah. to the store, we're pretty aware of who's around us and what, but if we're in a bubble, I think we get a little too comfortable, a little too quickly. Yeah.
0: that's true like you know if we're going to the store we're all you know gonna wear masks and do that thing but if you're in the bubble where you're like no one here has it i don't think you're gonna be you know you're not gonna be you're gonna be kissing they and are hugging they are
2: required to wear masks but not during the game in the bubble not during the game but in in the bubble environment
0: yeah that and that's good but because it just reinforces you know everything but mm-hmm. But you know it's, if they get they can't let themselves lax about that stuff because if they do, well, there's a huge problem
2: this is this is why I, I think that the 22 team deal is is a bad bad idea because if you just invite the sixteen teams, those, all those teams are playing for something all those teams yeah. are going to care more about protocols, dude like the suns and the nets and the these, right. the wizards. I mean, come on. Like, they know we're leaving here soon anyways. Like, those are the guys that I worry about the most. Those are the teams I worry about the most being there. I mean, the Pelicans probably don't count as that because they're still playing for something. The Blazers. But these teams that you know are going into the bubble that are not playing for much. They're just playing to play. They're playing for money. And that's it. I just have a hard time believing that they're going to ratchet it up a notch on a taking precautions. Point. That's that's my big deal. If we can get through these eight games per team without any major issues, it's a big if, but if they can get through it, I would, I would be more confident heading into the playoffs that these teams are going to take care of business. And as you get further and further, there's less and less people, and the teams are going to take it even more and more seriously. I mean yeah. I would if we get to the NBA finals my guess is that these guys are like hey play your games go back to your room because yeah. the difference between NBA champion and you know just getting to the finals could be one or two players contracting the virus
0: yeah. yeah that's true I mean yeah that is true and and if one gets it and they still decide to play but you lose you know, let's say the Lakers lose Anthony Davis. That's a that's a huge. Oh yeah. You know that changes the scope of their team,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: so it's it's going to be interesting. It's
1: do I, I was looking at these teams that are going to be there, really fighting for something. Portland being one of them, and I was just thinking about two guys that I would be so worried about if I was a Portland fan: Hassan Whiteside and Mario Hazonia. They both need. Uh, Portland needs to hire personal, like babysitters, watchers for both of them. No kidding. Because Hazonia's Hosonia's sneaking out <laughs> the hotel. is going home with a Disney employee. And Whiteside, we all know about that guy.
2: Yeah, and Whiteside is going to be benched. He's going to be pissed. Oh
1: yeah, it's going to be. He's going to be like, you know what? I don't care.
2: I don't care if I get COVID. I'm going to shut this whole thing down. I guess it's a good thing that he's huge, and it'll be a lot harder to sneak out than if he was like Earl Boykin size or something.
1: And but Hazonia is the real danger because we all forget that he's even a basketball player. So if you this don't even if you don't even think he's there, yeah, that's the that, those are the guys you need to worry about.
2: Have you seen that Caleb, video, Caleb
1: you, Swanigan?
2: This is true. Give me a break. Have you seen the video of the uh, the it's these, it's this experiment where these people are passing a ball around? And in the middle of this, these kids passing this ball around, this guy in a gorilla suit dances yeah. through. And he just goes through and you don't even notice it. That's Mario Hazonia yeah, in the bubble.
0: because you're focused on the ball.
2: That's, that's, yep. that's Mario Hazonia in the bubble. Just yep. he, he is just going to be moonwalking out of the bubble and into the Orlando
1: nightlife. Dude, you're so right. He's not even going to have to sneak out. He's just going to be like, wait, I can just l- come and go? People, and no one ever knows. No one will know. No one will know. What
0: the NBA needs to do is they need to make posts like a thing like, if you catch an NBA player outside of the bubble, let us know, and you, we will pay you $25,000. So that if they're out, they immediately contact them, and they find them, and they're like, you're out you you can't get back into the bubble you broke the bubble and then um you get like a bunch of like dog the bounty hunters down there looking for nba players mm-hmm. oh my god dude what if dog the ba- what if they hire dog i need to hire dog i think dog stopped are dogging I would, oh
2: he's still he's still out there man he I would watch that so hard i need oh that oh my god i need that
1: because who, who doesn't want that?
2: that who doesn't want that He'd catch them and then try
1: to teach them a lesson in the car back because that's what he did too. Oh, yeah. Like, come on, man! You
2: can be better than this. You're putting other people's lives in danger. He, he, he'd like catch them like, like in mid cocktail, like in the middle yeah. of a bar, and then be like, "Hey, Mario, <laughs> who wouldn't want to watch yeah. that?"
0: That would be pretty good. I would. I would be all about that.
1: That would be great. <laughs> We Do all just. the bars around Orlando just have people in Disney costumes, too? Because in my head, Dog the Bounty Hunter is catching Mario Hazonia in a bar and Mickey is also at the bar. Standing next to Goofy?
0: Yeah. Having a beer with Goofy? I don't, I don't know how that works, but that doesn't feel right.
2: Actually, I'm, I imagine it, all of the, the characters with their heads off and so they just have the bodies of, of the <laughs> characters.
1: Wait, but they leave their big gloves on yes still?
2: they leave the big gloves on they leave the bottom half on but you just see like a regular human face on the top I think that I I, I think we discovered it
1: that's Orlando nightlife right there uh, sounds pretty fun, <laughs>
0: that's, <just> sound fun. <laughs> that's
2: pretty fun uh, L man you want to do some Twitter questions
0: yeah let's do tour our first tour question comes from JLo2836 at jlo 2836 who wants to know a huge what if what if the thunder somehow win the finals what could that do for the franchise and also what do you think presty would do next year to the team
2: this is this is more than a huge what if i mean like we've had some big what ifs like what if the thunder kept tyson chan there what if they didn't trade james harden all very possible and within the reach of the franchise, I just don't know if this is there. But let's let's dive in. What if this is this is a huge what if? What if the Thunder win the championship? Uh, I mean, yeah, you probably run it back, you know, and then if they get to play any sort of a normal season next season, which I have some major questions about. Uh, then you discover that they're a middle of the pack team again, and then probably blow it up after that, right? Well, do you
1: think? I, uh, so I thought at first maybe they'd keep it together, but then I thought, you know what? Winning a championship might give Presti the like the room to just go full out what he wants to do. You know, it's like, okay, we won a championship. I know where I'm sending Chris Paul. I'm not going to get the best, 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 best deal for this, but I'm going to get this, this, and this. Like, now he has room to just start
2: it flat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Can you imagine, though? <laughs> you win if the title. You Chris
1: Paul on a discount.
2: You win the title. And then you let Gala walk. You, let, you trade Chris Paul. You trade Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> and then the team comes back, and it's like, we, on ring night, there's like four guys that won rings that are on the team. <laughs> that were there for one year. <laughs> yeah. That's
0: the best. But it's not like they, you know, winning in such a weird year, it's not going to be the same. So, I mean, you couldn't, I mean, would you be that mad about it?
2: I mean, I wouldn't be because I understand that this team is not a championship caliber team. I understand that. I get that. Uh, But still, there would be something very weird about it. About, I mean, I I think did Adam Silver say that whoever uh, wins a championship deserves a gold star? (laughs) so
1: i don't know guys i don't know so i was just imagining what you uh, what you just brought up as like all those guys walk and then they come back on ring night and they're not even there
2: yeah
1: and they're here for one year and they're like gods in oklahoma city forever now right like chris paul and gallinari yeah and i was just imagining being russell westbrook and kevin durant watching that and being like are you kidding me they were there for one year. They won the championship. <laughs> they are now the like, most popular players in franchise history be- just because of this weird championship.
2: You won a championship before James Harden and Russell Westbrook do in OKC.
1: Yeah, Chris Paul. Chris Paul ends up being OKC's most legendary player. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty cool. I'm, I'm into that. It's a twist. That's a, that's a uh, M. Night Shyamalan ding-dong twist.
0: I do agree with that. uh, I'm in. All right, let's do it. Tell them we should win.
2: Well, I'll let them know. Hey, guys, play hard out there. Try to win it all if you could. Are you going to Orlando? Am I going to Orlando? Yeah. They want to limit the bubble, but they're going to let some random dude in Oklahoma City go. (laughs) Let let this guy go. No, No. Hell yeah. No, no, no. Nice. I mean, congrats. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, guys. All right, next question. Um,
0: next Twitter question comes from at RealBranXO who wants to that, that, who says Thunder have 15 FRP in the next seven rounds. Would you rather be guar- guaranteed that three of those picks hit in the lottery or take your chances with no guarantees to potentially hit on more than three in the lottery? Hit is equal to being a star a player with star potential
2: so she's really asking do you think that there's a chance that out of those 15 picks that they get more than three lottery picks
1: Hmm. more than three would you rather be
2: guaranteed that three what do you think i would i'd take my chances I think there's a a chance Yeah, I mean Three, if the Thunder Let's say they don't make the NBA Finals And win the whole thing this year Let's just just put ourselves in that what if What if they don't win at all They're probably going to try to find Trade partners for Chris Paul, Schroeder Maybe even sign a trade for Gallinari Tank this year Try to get Cade Cunningham In the draft next year then they're not going to be good enough. If you have Shea, Cade Cunningham, Steven Adams, Bazley Dort, that team isn't good enough to make the playoffs in the Western Conference. There's your second one. Now, are they good enough then? Depends on how quickly those young guys progress. Maybe they don't progress. Maybe you're in the lottery a third year, and you get another guy who doesn't hit. Or maybe the second guy doesn't hit. Or maybe Cade Cunningham isn't any good in the league. I don't know. But that's. I think that they'll at least be in the lottery three years in a row. And then, we're not even considering the Miami picks. We don't know where Miami will be. I assume that they'll stay in the playoff picture. Who knows? Do Paul George and Kawhi stay with the Clippers? Are those guys healthy in four years? What do the Rockets do? Because we could have lottery picks from the Rockets, where you get like the seventh pick from the Rockets. Oh, man. I'm taking my chances, because I, I think that the Thunder are going to be way into controlling their own picks, and I think it'll probably be three, at the at minimum, three lottery picks. I mean, that's what they did last time. Durant, Westbrook, Harden. That's three picks, and it went as well as it could have possibly gone. It's something that no one's ever done in NBA history, and they had to have three. Right? Yeah. So... I think you, you ideally want more than that. I think you, you probably end up with, of those 15, five, six, or seven lottery picks would be my guess.
1: Well, and we'd, we're we starting off on a, on a good front foot, too, as well, already having SGA. So you have SGA, and it's then true. you need to hit, you know, that, um, that gives you a little bit more wiggle room, too. You have more room to miss. You can
2: swing more it's true that's true uh next next question l man next twitter
0: question let me look at it it's from at Bangelo. I wants to know if you could be on a zoom call with any of the players who would you choose
1: steven adams man i want to know more about that farm i want to know about his cows i want to talk to him about food we already have a little bit of uh, rapport So it would just be the most comfortable player for me to talk to.
2: Steven was great yesterday. He was so funny. He, uh, (laughs) the best part of the call by far, there's lots of good parts. And we talked a lot about cows and when asked about practicing in New Zealand, he said he was setting screens for cows. I mean, it was very, very good (laughs) stuff, but by far the best moment of the zoom call, or it was a Microsoft teams call actually not, not a zoom call. The best part about the Microsoft Teams call yesterday was when Matt Tumbleson said, Barry Trammell, go ahead. And Barry just said, hey, Steven. And Steven just seriously lost it. I mean, like uncontrollably laughing, like not like, like a giggle or a smile, but <laughs> just like busted out laughing on the call just at the sound of Barry's voice.
0: <laughs> it was so
2: good. Oh, man. You could tell that, that Stephen missed hearing his voice and that he just <laughs> forgot what what some people in Oklahoma <laughs> sound like. <laughs>
1: That's hilarious. I love that. Barry Tremel could not be more
2: like oklahoman he's dude barry is the best and barry on these calls is so funny you might i can't i think he is in some of the like the pictures that i took but he just like shows up like you know he's just tinkering around his house or whatever he like just sits down doesn't touch his hair and just sits down and is just ready ready for the call he's just he's just the man <laughs> like he's just he is just the absolute man anybody that doesn't like barry I mean, come on. Barry, Barry is the best. He's so great. Uh, alright Elman. right, L-Man. Okay, let's see. Next
0: Twitter question comes from Andrew underscore Ealer. He wants to know what kind of reaction can I expect from you all if Adams makes a three at any point during the remainder of the season? I thought the Thunder peaked when he did it in preseason. And we also got a buzzer-beater half-court shot. So I shouldn't get my hopes up for more. But it would be so spicy. It
1: would be very spicy. Uh, I think we should expect it. I think we should expect the unexpected. We should expect uh, to be surprised. So we shouldn't be surprised when surprising things happen. Because it should be expected. How about that?
0: Uh, I agree.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My thing is, though... I think, like the way this tournament is gonna go, it's so, all so weird that I think we're gonna see teams playing in ways that we're not used to seeing them play. I think some players will uh, man, what do you think the chances of a player kind of making a name for themselves because of like they suit how weird this tournament is gonna be is? I
0: think that I think that could happen. like like some team, you know, has a player or two that doesn't go that are kind of higher up on the roster and some guys gets a chance yeah totally proves himself and like next year's on the all like is an all-star
1: well you know it's like um i I wonder if the mental pressure of not being watched by thousands of people is going to help some players you know like you have guys like dwight howard that of course, we talk about his free throw stuff and this this is just rumor this could be false, but in practice he hits 8 or 9 out of 10 free throws every time. And then in the games he has a terrible free throw percentage and that's kind of a mental thing and I'm just wondering if some guys will really improve their play as far as what we've seen from them before because simply because there's not a bunch of fans. I can
0: see that. Yeah, man. I also would like someone that like no one's really ever heard of to just go insane and play out of their mind in the eight team Chicago um, (laughs) tournament I think that would be awesome
1: (laughs) I'm telling you like someone's gonna get someone is gonna get a contract from uh, this from
2: this I'm betting on I'm I'm betting on Kenny Wooten who plays for the Knicks
1: (laughs) Kenny Woots.
2: Kenny, Kenny Wootz. Hey Elman. You, you heard it
0: here first.
2: <laughs> you heard it yeah. here first. Kenny Wooten going off in Chicago. Yeah. Hey Elman, let's jump to the fun questions.
0: Let's look at a fun question. One from uh, which would do you have would you have a do you have a preferred one?
2: Um no, this is all you. I read the L train. Okay. At, oh, God. from at
0: JJ underscore O5 underscore wants to know who is your favorite character from the office?
1: Mine's probably Creed. Um <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Because he's never, he's just never there. And that is just my humor. It's so shocking every time. And I always forget what his jokes are, even yeah. in, in episodes I've seen before. So it always catches me off guard. And I love that.
2: You're not I'm real, man. <laughs> it always gets
1: me man i don't even know like can you tell me the best thing about that character is you don't really know anything about him you know he's weird yeah but every uh every weird fact that stacks on top of another just makes him more uh, you can't he's not in a, a certain kind of weird category yeah like is he a drug addict yeah yeah does he do criminal activity yeah but that's not what he is, you know what I'm saying? Both in a
2: cult and a cult leader.
0: Yes. When he when <laughs> he shows his re- up for Yeah, go ahead. When he shows up for Halloween in covered in blood and he's <laughs> like, Man, it's a good thing it's Halloween.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> we also know his real name is not Creed Bratton. Because he said the last person I was I can't remember what he said, something to the effect of the last person who crossed me, his name? Creed Bratton.
0: yeah i like that um i'm i'm a huge i'm a big gabe fan (laughs) really i think he's very 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 funny and uh, kind of (laughs) under both underutilized but um just like just the right amount you know yeah he's he's very funny and i also like when he's um dating aaron and andy andy (laughs) likes aaron i like that whole part because he's just such a weirdo
2: it is pretty good no i i don't disagree uh i'm a big kevin malone fan yeah (laughs) (laughs) i think everything he does is really funny (laughs) Uh, also a stanley hudson guy over here
1: yeah oh you're a stan stan least favorite character
0: Least, yeah. Um. Oh, let me see.
2: I mean, I wish that Meredith was not on the show.
0: Yeah, Meredith. Really? Yeah, that, yeah, that. It's like her stuff is like too broad. I think. Yeah. And like too outrageous. Um, but I'm also not. I don't really like Robert California. I was about, I hate Robert
1: California. Yeah, Robert and California when he's
0: there, I'm great. just like, okay, like he's not, he just never really clicks as, you know, like as in the office. Yeah. You know,
1: he just shifted the energy way too much to like, they really tried to go heavy Robert California on some for a while. And it, it really just shifted the whole energy of the whole show. It didn't make sense uh his his conversations and and the plots with him and the rest of the characters that we already knew and were developed so much it just didn't make sense
0: yeah he doesn't really make he doesn't make a whole lot of sense however the one person that i also really like but he's just not there enough both um d'angelo vickers
2: i was gonna say do you prefer (laughs) d'angelo vickers because i do
0: i I like Angela Vickers, and then Idris Elba's character when he's yeah. there, I really like as well.
2: Yeah, Charles Miner.
0: Charles Minor, yes.
2: Yeah. No,
1: he's funny. Idris Elba is just the bomb. I like anything he did, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah he's what cool. else was that? You know who I hated was uh, when they brought that British woman in.
2: She was so annoying, Nellie. Nelly, God, yeah, she Nelly. Was so Nelly was not. Nelly was not great.
0: I I like Nellie okay. She does some funny things.
2: Oh, I'm also a big Phyllis Vance fan. Yes, <laughs> I like Phyllis too. Yeah, I like Phyllis as well. She's she's very very
0: good. I love that. I love that her and Michael um were in the same class <laughs> in high school. I know. <laughs> and like he keeps referring to her as like the grandma of the office. <laughs> it just speaks to her as if she's 20 years older than he is i really like that
2: i love when karen she, smells her perfume <laughs> and then she goes to try to help her and she just gets so much it's like this it's made from real pine <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: and then yeah and you gotta uh yeah i like that we didn't pick any of the main ones because uh you know they're great but
2: yeah when you really
0: watch you start you start appreciating the smaller yeah uh, you know yeah
2: Yeah. i mean dwight and jim and michael are obviously all great
0: yeah
1: okay if you had to pick a main character who's your favorite
0: probably sometimes well go ahead probably dwight yeah me too i would agree he uh he is he is great. I really 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 like him. And sometimes, um, sometimes Jim is kind of a jerk. Sometimes oh, not Jim.
2: Lots of times he's a jerk. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> and so it's like I don't know. So sometimes sometimes I get a little t- uh, I get and I actually Comedy Central this weekend is celebrating Jim Dependence Day. Jim oh, really? episodes of The Office. So. I do
2: like Jim. I don't want to. I don't want to say I don't like him, but there are times where I'm like, okay, like that's just straight up mean. Yeah. 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 Especially um, but, like
1: to Andy. He was so mean to Andy. Oh yeah. Way more than to Dwight. Because Dwight, at least, you felt like it was kind of a fair fight. But Andy was just like it. Just really felt like straight up bullying. With
0: Andy. <laughs> Well, like the first thing he does to him when he hides the phone and he just freaks out and punches the wall, it's like, oh, he can't 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 do this to this (laughs) person. And then
1: he has to go away for anger management. I know he went away to film Hangover, but the character has to leave the
2: office. (laughs) Yeah. It is pretty funny, though. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for listening to our show. You can follow us on Twitter at down2dunk. Be sure you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Happy 4th of July, and we will talk to you guys again on Monday.